You're listening to Think. <laughs> it's like Think, but with an M instead of an N. A podcast for learning, an educationalist podcast. Hey, I'm your host, Nicholas Rue, and with me is uh, the blue man himself. I'm your co-host, Joe No Malarkey Biden. The Paul Vine. Man, I would, I would, I wish I did this podcast with Joe Biden. It, no, you don't. Hey, you're, you're, <laughs> you, you already have to do a lot of editing for when I talk. You would have to do so much more editing if Joe was doing this podcast. I, I do no editing. I am not going to edit this episode, so pull out all your Joe Biden stops, because I'm tired, and this episode is going out tomorrow. Good. Well, you know, like to throw that out. So the turnover time on this has to be, um, we just got to fucking, we got to do this perfect. This is a perfect run. I, I think we can do it. What's that um, 30 Rock bit? Reagan? Um, banjo. No, not that 30 Rock bit. The other one. Uh, um, Want to see me shotgun a pizza? <laughs> oh, Reaganing? Yeah, Reaganing, right? Isn't yeah. that what it's called? How about let's let's not call it Reaganing though. Let's um let's Jimmy Carter where we do a decent job and no one really likes us. <laughs> okay. Let's sell our peanut farm and get into um <laughs> episode I, I what episode forty six four no forty six shit episode sixty four I already screwed it up Paul. It's cool because the cool thing about Jimmy Carter is that right before we get ready to do episode sixty-five, we're going to get canceled because uh, we failed to get some hostages back from Iran or whatever. So yeah, we accidentally gave more hostages to Iran. I know this isn't a a political podcast directly; like it's not. Why not? It's supposed to be, but man, I watched the the debate last night, and there were some fucking stinkers of questions. They, I did not watch the debate. Um, they like asked uh, Bernie at some point, uh, "Would you make a deal with the Taliban to end the war in Afghanistan?" What? <laughs> like, like that was the framing was either the war goes on forever or you have to make a deal with terrorists. And he was just like, uh. <laughs> "They also asked that's Warren a question about something to the effect of." Uh, would you make the taxpayers pay taxes to disassemble Trump's border wall or something to that effect? Like, it was a bunch of really bad questions. What weird ass like trolley problem setups? That's that's exactly questions? what Sarah said when they asked that question. It was like, this is some fucking trolley problem shit. They just who who was asking the questions? Who moderated? Uh, it was Rachel Maddow, Andrea Mitchell, I think is her name, and then like you two know, two other people who I don't remember their names. They're but, probably just getting caught up on the good place, and they got. I mean, it was it was like philosophy MS, on the brain. It was MSNBC, and it was uh, Washington Post. So I wonder why they possi- yeah, I wonder why they possibly uh, asked a bunch of impossible to answer questions of bernie and warren when like mayor pete got softballed the entire time despite the fact mm-hmm. that he like just faked a bunch of like black endorsements in south carolina he faked them yeah he he like sent out a list saying like i've got the endorsement of over 400 black people and then like half of them came back and were like uh we're not black and also we don't endorse you <laughs> so wait okay hold up did he like 
for was it an organization or did he just li- no, name he, like he, list names? Supposedly, what happened is he he sent like his campaign sent out an email that said Mayor Pete announces the Fe- Frederick Douglass plan, racial equity plan, or whatever the hell. It was. Mm-hmm. Yeah, the Douglass plan. A thing oh. that like the thing that like was not good. From what I've heard, I don't know anything about it, but I've heard like the main thing I saw was that on the website, the photo they used for it was, was like a photo of a mom and child from Africa. Yeah, from Kenya. So yeah. there was so, <laughs> so there was that, and they 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 mentioned that, but they don't mention the fact that like he sent out this list of like here's 400 people who have endorsed me, and what actually happened was they sent out an email that was like, hey, we're gonna say you endorse Mayor Pete unless you explicitly email back to say no, I don't. And so, like, a what? bunch of those people came out who were like, uh... What kind of fucking... What fucking strategy is to be like, here are just 400 people that God, endorse me? I, dude, I... That's I, weaker than that... What is that Bon Jovi album? The, like, 100,000 Bon Jovi fans can't be wrong? Oh, uh, that's... A, that was a playoff an old Elvis album, which rules. Oh, yeah. Well, you know. You know how my cool. brain works. It was you cool. know it's going to Bon Jovi before it goes to Elvis. It was cool when Elvis did it. It sucked when Bon Jovi did it. Yeah, and it sucks even harder when uh, 400 Pete Buttigieg voters can't be wrong. Uh, 400 Pete Buttigieg voters can't be black is actually really closer to what it is. Man, that's what we'd title this episode if we were a different podcast. Yeah. But instead, we are... um, Okay, so uh, I had an idea for several weeks, and I kept postponing it, because as I think I talked to you about briefly... And as we teased in the Aliens Exist episode, I wanted to um, I wanted to try and do an episode on zero point energy, but um, it doesn't make any sense to me at all. I read yeah. a lot about physics and I just got confused, and all of it just like dripped out of my brain. See, that's the cool thing about doing a podcast about learning is that sometimes you can't learn. <laughs> It's the some, learning's some too hard. Some things are just really hard to understand. This is why we need more experts to come in and talk about zero point energy. Yeah, um, the Wikipedia says part of a series on quantum mechanics, which I don't even know how to fucking get into. Um, so here's here's as far as I got. Here's here are my notes. Zero-point energy, ZPE, is the lowest possible energy that a quantum mechanical system may have. Unlike in classical mechanics. Quantum systems constantly fluctuate in their lowest energy state, as described by the Heisenberg uncertainty principle. And then I just started reading Bla- Breaking Bad, Bad plot yeah. synopsis. <laughs> yeah, I was going to say, as soon as you said Heisenberg, I'm like, yeah, I feel like I know exactly how Nick got off track. Yeah, yeah. And then, um, so, and I also thought, you know, we, I think it'd be better. I really, we have stickers available. If anyone wants stickers, p- please reach out to us. Um, but I think I messed up on the stickers where I put a podcast for learning exclamation mark, which has been the branding. And really, it should be a question mark. <laughs> it should be true. a podcast for learning. Well, you you got to just get like a Sharpie and then like pencil it in <laughs> afterwards. Like everything else has been very nicely done, except for these like poorly done uh, question marks afterwards. Because it's like, uh... yeah, come buy buy a sticker from us. Uh <laughs> And then you fix it and put it wherever you want. Fuck, man. We should have just done that one Simpsons bit that I know about <laughs> with, with the lawyer. A podcast? No. Comma, no. <laughs> For learning? Also, no. 
That'll be our next stickers that we can tag over our current stickers with. Oh, man. Okay. But then then I thought, hey, Quantum Zero Point Energy, who cares? There's only one thing we need to talk about. The Mandalorian. Yeah, Baby Yoda. <laughs> baby Yoda, baby. Baby Yoda. Like, we're going to fucking talk about quantum physics on this podcast? No. We're going to spend an hour talking about Baby Yoda and his little, his cute little big eyes. His eyes are weird. I know. They're, the pupil's real big, but there are whites around them, but you can't always see the whites. Yeah, no, he, uh, he looks like uh, he's possessed by a demon a la, like, Supernatural. Which or, would be a hell of a twist for them to drop his head. Like, the end it's of... It's a the, possessed Yoda? Yeah, the end of the Mandalorian. It's Mandal- a tie Supernatural? <laughs> yeah, the end of the Mandalorian is that uh, the Mandalorian takes off his helmet, and he's uh, Sam from Supernatural, and then he has to, like, put down Baby Yoda. Man, that's the that's the way I'll finally watch Supernatural. <laughs> You've been watching an, at least two episodes. I've never, yeah, yeah. I guess the Mandalorian in parentheses. John Favreau's greatest trick. Oh my god, uh, it, it's okay. I like it. I, I like, I'm I've I've been really into it so far. I like that there's n- almost no dialogue. Yeah, um, which is a really, breath of fresh air. From like the Marvel movies, which I feel like are just like how much like it feels like I'm watching 30 Rock. It's like how much dialogue can we put into this movie? I know it finally clicked for me the other day that the thing that I didn't like about or or the last Jedi was that it it was trying to be clever. Like Ryan Johnson is a very clever writer and director, like all this stuff like like knives out now. It's very clever. It's like taking a trope and bending it. But like Star Wars is kind of fucking stupid. You know, it just very much is what it is. There's no room to really be clever in Star Wars without kind of just, like, making it seem like a parody of itself. And The Mandalorian is cool because it's really leaning into that, like, um, like samurai and cowboy influence yeah, it's the very, original movie. Very much the lone wolf and cub is, like, the thing that people have been yeah. comparing it to. Uh, but more importantly, like it's mostly just great because like the the titular Mandalorian, whose name you don't know, you don't know anything about him. Um, I thought his name was Mando. Mando Delorean. Mando, 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 Mando the Delorean. Portugal the Mandalorian. Um, <laughs> but what what I love is that he spends like literally half of episode two just getting the shit kicked out of him. Yeah. Like just getting absolutely thrashed. Yeah, by the by the horn monster. It was like a big rhino. Yeah, the big rhino. Well, I call rhinos horn monsters too. I also call myself a that's horn why, monster sometimes. You feel the, me. That's why you're not allowed into the zoo anymore. <laughs> <laughs> just I, I get that that's, horn monster out of here. That's one of the reasons. Um, man, I went to a bar last night and they said they had all their specials listed. And then for Saturday, it said Harambe died for your sins. And I really liked the bar besides that. But then also there was a part of me that wanted to be like, hey, bartender, I'm from Cincinnati. That's where Harambe died. Just like I had an impulse to, to relay that fun fact. And then immediately it was like, th- she could not give a shit. Yeah, they a, don't give a shit. However, you should have lied and told them that you were the the like elite sniper they brought in to put Harambe <laughs> down or whatever. Yeah. I, like, I you mean, sh- I'm, I'm, that's a grift you could probably get away with in Chicago. 
You think I, you think people would believe that I was an elite gorilla sniper, but uh, like gorilla, not gorilla. <laughs> both. They, they only they only have like taken me out of the like cryogenic sleep <laughs> that I've been in once for Harambe, and then I escaped. I do. I love the idea that you were like, I, I want to grow up to be a gorilla sniper, and then like you flash forward ten years, <laughs> ten years, you're like. Well, <laughs> I wasn't wrong. I, I I sniped one gorilla. Uh, speaking of gorilla snipers, Manda DeLorean, man of DeLorean. Yes. The the um. Okay, so it fucked with me in the first episode. The guy who it's Nick Nolte's character. Well, okay, no, on a backtrack. First scene, first fucking introduction. Blew my mind that that first alien is Horatio Sands. Wait, what? The like, blue guy he captures in oh the cantina. My God, yeah, okay. Yeah, and then um, and the then... speeder driver who dies is Brian Posehn. Okay, that what a weird cast to get. I mean, it's for, like, just pe- like for people who like die immediately. Yeah, I love it. I love the concept of the Mandalorian just being like, like you know, C level famous people. Who are nerds and John Favreau just being like, you know, get in line. I'm gonna work in. It would be great for a big reveal to be that the Mandalorian is slowly working his way through the cast of like old SNL episodes. Yeah, like there's you going get a CGI Phil Hartman. Yeah, like the very last alien that he has to take down is like uh, Jimmy Fallon doing his Man. Barack Obama or whatever. What was his? Oh. This is like blackface impression. What? I don't. I don't think he did. <laughs> he had a blackface impression. I'm pretty sure Jimmy Fallon. Has Jimmy done Fallon was not ever Obama. That was Fred Armisen because Fred Armisen, for uh, some reason, is able to pass as racially ambiguous. Oh no, Jimmy Fallon did, uh, um, uh, like a Chris Rock or something. Okay. Yeah, I've seen that. Hold on. And now I'm gonna do a Chris Rock. Just kidding. That's Patreon only content. We both do an episode entirely as Chris Rock. Um, oh no, it's Carl Malone. What? He dressed up as Carl Malone on the Man Show, I guess. Jimmy uh, Fallon? Yeah. Jimmy Kimmel? No, Jimmy Kimmel did. Sorry, yeah, Jimmy Kimmel. Jesus oh, Christ, Jim, you're getting it all twisted. Around. And, and Fallon this did was supposed Chris to be Rock. a perfect run. Fallon did Chris Rock. All right. Um, who do we have left? What did Colbert do? How many other Jimmys can we cancel? Jimmy <laughs> Neutron. His hair's fucked up. He's stupid. I liked him better when he was um, Johnny Quasar. What the hell is Johnny Quasar? That's like uh, the original version of Jimmy Neutron where his head was uh, didn't Normal? look like an ice cream cone. It was just big as fuck. I mean, it was... Uh, what was that show that was on Nickelodeon that had all the other skits? Um, Kablam. Yeah, that's the one. Isn't that the one that uh, Bill and uh, Billy and Mandy came out of? Yeah, Bill and Ted came right out of that. Sure, but Johnny Quasar. It's the original version of Jimmy Neutron. And uh, look it up. I'd like to. I guess I can drop it in the chat with you. No, I got um, it. Oh my goodness! Okay. Yeah, it's it's <laughs> it's really bad. He's got a smooth Bernie thing going on. <laughs> Whoa! I hate this. Yeah, I know. I don't know how they make Jimmy Neutron suck 
so hard. It's just like his hair is less, like, it's less ice creamy. <laughs> and his forehead's just massive. Look at this. This has to be a bit. This is a fake bit from Reddit. I'm like, there's no way this is no. a real thing. This is real. You can watch a, a clip of it, at least. You can watch a clip of Bart Dies, too. That doesn't make it real. What? What's Bart Dies? Bart Dies in the show. There's... Uh, you said you... Didn't Didn't you say you finished the first episode of no, The Simpsons? No, I, I got two, like two minutes into... I got to the part you where... You didn't see where Bart <laughs> dies at the end of the episode? No. What the fuck? Dude, all of The Simpsons is like a Jacob's Ladder type fantasy <laughs> happening in the mind of a dying Bart Simpson. His memory... <laughs> He's in a coma in a hospital. They're, try, they're trying to just, get him to let go. Yeah, he just hears popular voices on the TV, and that's the uh, okay celebrities that funnel in and out. It's a really high concept show. <laughs> I'm I'm actually into this. I wish this were real and not a thing that you're making up. It is 100 percent real. I just like Johnny Quasar's giant forehead. <laughs> I I cannot confirm or deny. In that photo you sent me, it looks like Johnny Quasar's, I'm assuming dad, his mouth is about to open up until he can consume the entire family in one inhale. I love that, like, what they seem to have done is they're like, let's make everybody else's head look really fucked up, but then also make the mom look normal. Yeah. Like, in this this prototype, the mom's head's like a big grape. The mom looks like, uh,. Arnold from Hey Arnold. Yeah, she's Looks got like a watermelon head. <laughs> yeah, the famous thing they say in Hey Arnold, Paul. Hey, watermelon head. There's not any object you could have used for reference that is baked into the show. Pretty good move. Well, her, 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 hey, get her, out of the way, watermelon head. Yeah, that's my favorite line that her, her Olga says. Her head's not as pointy. It. <laughs> yeah, okay. <laughs> I guess you got me there. Man, the best part of the podcast, we're going to drop these into the Patreon. Is, uh, <laughs> you just got to overlay all these for the the, <laughs> the footage. Yeah. The, I, uh, <laughs> so to describe it, it's like the background is uh, Le- Lego. So this is a physical model that exists, uh, like an early clay sculpture. He's of, got like uh, a rain. He's got a Rayman thing going on. Oh, here's another <laughs> one. I found another one. Oh man! It's, so it's an early version of <laughs> Neutron, who has big, big red Converse shoes, um, tiny huge, legs, huge a, la- shoes. <laughs> a lab coat. Um, no arms? Are they behind his back? I, I, think, I think they're, they're behind I his back. I think they're behind his back. He looks like... Um, it kind of looks like Ted Cruz if you just like cartoonishly inflated his forehead. <laughs> you know that look, like look. you that meme where people have been like collapsing people's heads like they've been hit in the head? If mm-hmm. you, you undid that. Like if you did the reverse <laughs> of that on Ted Cruz. It's like his lips are real pouty. And then his nose and his eyes could not be more open. He's got little, little, little poop nuggets of eyebrows. And then just, just a, a forehead. It's really just a, 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 a curse. Nick, a Nick, just imagine a whole television show in this style. Like claymation-y uh, sculptures. So let's, my name's Johnny Quasar, and let's rock him. God. He looks like, uh, he looks like his... His robot dog eats people that bully him. 
and that's everyone. It looks like his robot dog has slaughtered all of mankind who can't stop making fun of his giant forehead. Uh, the new the new pilot when they so they did Johnny Quasar right, mm-hmm. and that was a forty second long demo that they were just like, hey, look at this light wave engine we created. Mm-hmm. Um, it features the titular character confronting aliens, is what they yes. say. Um, and then they got an okay for a pilot, so they made a pilot called Runaway Rocket Boy. <laughs> hey, um, it's going to be great at the end of the first season of The Mandalorian when he takes off his helmet and actually it's just Johnny <laughs> Quasar's <laughs> giant fucking head. It's not. It's not like his head was normally like that. It's just because he's gotten the shit kicked out of him for nine episodes that it's just swelling really badly. He takes off his helmet and then he he eats Baby Yoda and Baby Yoda crawls into his cranium and expands it and then lives there. the The funniest thing about the whole Baby Yoda thing is the fact that they are eventually going to have to reveal what that species is called, and nobody mm-hmm. wants it. I my theory has always been that they are that Yoda is the Wills, the Will what? Like the original title of Star Wars was um, like a, uh, an excerpt from the Journal of the Wills, and then in Rogue mm-hmm. One they talk about the Wills. Uh, the idea, at least the original idea of the Wills, were that like they were this um, effectively eternal race that kept a written record or record a record of everything that had ever happened. And so I thought Yoda being someone that's like, you know, one of the highest ranking Jedi and also almost a thousand years old, it would make sense if he was like one representative of the wills sent to the territory to kind of be there and record uh, during this time. And also the wills are like the most force sensitive, I think. And we can already tell this 50 year old baby's pretty strong in the force. Um, do you know Yoda's full name? Yeah. What is it? Uh, Yoda. Yoda. Yoda's his Yoda's last name. Yoda's his last name. Oh, Doug Yoda. <laughs> it's not his much better. Douglas Yoda. It's Minch Yoda. That's not right. George Lucas had originally conceived of Yoda's full name as being Minch Yoda before shortening it. Okay. Okay. So that's not. That's. You know what? Okay, that seems right, honestly. If if <laughs> if it's Sheev Palpatine, yeah, it's fucking Minchiota. Minchiota. But at this point it's like, hey, what's what's Cher's last name? Or what's her first name? It's Cher, right? Yeah, it's just Cher. It's just Yoda. So you're saying Yoda had like a Madonna Cher thing. I'm saying I'm saying it's like Cher, Prince, Madonna, Yoda. The you're, the Jedi Your top formerly, four Jedi Council. Yeah, the Jedi formerly known as Yoda. Um, I watched a video last night that apparently um, uh, Michael Jackson was lobbying to play Jar Jar Binks in The Phantom Menace, but George <laughs> Lucas didn't want to give him the role because, uh, because check this out, uh, George Lucas wanted it to be all CGI and Michael Jackson wanted to wear prosthetics. So there's an alternate reality out there where Jar Jar Binks, the worst character, is Michael Jackson in prosthetics. Just hanging out with a little little boy. Yeah, hey man, that sucks. <laughs> Would have been really bad. Yeah, like Jar Jar sucks and aged poorly, but like there was the the, the number two option was way worse. 
Thank God. Like, fucking thank God that George Lucas is a CGI maniac. I... Well, I'm, I'm excited to rewatch the prequels again in with whatever the heck they've they've done the 4K HDR blah 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 blah. Oh yeah, um, I wanted to t- talk to you about that. Why? Because um, did I tell you about the good good thing I found? Is it Star Wars pornography? No, it's. Um, have you ever watched Star Wars and you thought, man, you know the problem with the Phantom Menace? It's too long and it has too much classical music. I wish it was 45 minutes long and had songs from, I don't know, Black Sabbath, Beck, Iron Maiden, Metallica, did this Alien come in, Ant Farm. Did this come in that special edition thing that you got? Um, no, this was uh, something I found on the internet. What is it, like a mu- music video? It is a fan edit of Star Wars, the entire prequel trilogy. That has all the music cut out, and it is re-edited to better fit with the soundtrack. The um, the the scene where um, Qui Gon, Obi Wan, uh, and Darth, uh, Darth Maul, and Jabba, and Jabba, uh, and J- J- uh, Jabba, what Jabba, is- <laughs> not Jabba, Watto, <laughs> Jar Jar, Jar Jar. <clears throat> oh, Jar Jar. Um, I get too excited. Jabba comes in later, but um, he's there. Yeah, he's there at the end. But when they take a, a bongo down to the Gungan homeworld, mm-hmm. um, it plays uh, Two Turntables and a Microphone by Beck. Shut the fuck up. It's good as hell, man. And this is like 12 minutes into the movie. What is? I didn't even I didn't even get far enough to see what they replaced Duel of the Fates with. Yeah, that, that's going to be my question. Because like, you can't replace Duel of the Fates. It's like literally the only thing. Like Even the people who hate the prequels... Love Duel of the Fates because John Williams is good. I mean, I can find out if if you. But do you want me to look it up right now? Do I still have to sell this? No, no. Just send 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 it to me. Will no? I think I think that's what we should watch before we go to see Rise of the Skywalker. Yeah, I think now we can watch these 4K HD versions of the Star Wars movies. Absolutely. Or we could watch shortened rock and roll versions of the prequels and then the like three, the like 30 gigs of fan restored 1080p original cut Star Wars movies. That's not a bad option. So we could either see them the way they, the way the mouse wants us to see them, or we can see them the way that the better God intended. McClunky. <laughs> McClunky. Oh, did you hear the story on McClunky? No. <laughs> What's um, the story? So <laughs> apparently uh, Disney got the 4K versions from George Lucas, who had already remastered them in 4K because he was planning on doing a 3D re-release of the original trilogy. Uh, but then that wasn't as uh, popular as expected. Why did you send me this photo of Pete Davidson? God. Have you, Where, where's his... Have you, have you enlarged it? Because he doesn't... He appear to have a tattoo of the Mars Attacks alien on his chest. Okay, and Jaws right next to it. Yeah, I don't That's know. not any shark. That's Jaws. Okay, sorry. Continue. Yeah, uh, that was a necessary McClunky. Um, so apparently George Lucas is already remastering it for a 3D release. And uh, 
he included the McClunky line, which Sebulba says to Anakin in a, fa- in a Phantom Menace, meaning like, I will end you, or this is the end of you. Okay. So McClunky is like one of the fucking heaviest threats in the Star Wars universe. Okay, that's cool. I'm glad that he brought yeah. that back. He was really trying to make McClunky the dirtbag word in the Star Wars universe. Uh, by the way, that Pete Davidson, those tattoos are real. Mm-hmm. Those are his real yeah. tattoos. Is that um, Kendall bottom real? Uh, no, he definitely probably has a big old dinger. Oh but, yeah, he's a, he invented big old dinger energy, right? Yeah, I think that that might have been him. B O D E. The funniest thing to me is that uh, Ariana Grande came out in support of Bernie Sanders, like endorsed yeah. endorsed him. And Pete Davidson was a big Hillary person, like got a Hillary tattoo, has an art, uh, notorious RBG tattoo on his shoulder. Well, he's goof, mean, goofy. He's a goofy person, but uh, well, also he he got an Ariana Grande, Ariana Grande tattoo, and she didn't get a tattoo of him. So, and also she dumped him and yes. took the pig. So she makes better decisions. She took the she, pig. She really learned after she. Uh, yeah, they had a pig. It had a pun name. Uh, you can God, I guess I'll look this up. Jesus Christ! I thought I you were. I, th- I thought you were making another uh, Hey Arnold joke. No, that would have been good. She has a pig named Piggy Smalls. Oh my God! He, he yeah, cute. it's very cute. Oh my God! Anyway, she really made out of the relationship in uh, a better way, and also oh, he's got three pink paws and then one furry paw. Yeah, paw hoof. What do pigs have? Uh, feet. Because they really have trotters. Okay, Sarah says trotters. Okay. Yeah. But th- this is, hey, guess what? Podcast for learning. Hey, this is. <laughs> hey, <laughs> we're here to learn about trotters. Oh, and Piggy Small's little trotters. Trotters Pizza. Trotters Pizza. Hey, they're not sponsoring us. Don't endorse them. <laughs> no, I, nothing that I say is anything close to endorsement. So besides, um, I know we've been talking about Star Wars, but have you watched... McClunky. McClunky. Uh, Wait, are we done talking about Star Wars? Because I, I wanted to finish a more? few things. Okay, continue. Yeah. Continue. There's another, there's another nerd thing that I want to talk about. Well, I don't think I'm done with Star Wars. One, you know that the the Game of Thrones writers don't have their own trilogy anymore, right? Yeah, they they lost it because they revealed how stupid they are. Like, yeah, they held a pref conference where they were like, "We don't know what we didn't know what the fuck we were doing, and we don't know how HBO didn't know we didn't know what the fuck they, we were doing." They literally they, like they do what I do with my work when I'm talking to my coworkers, but definitely would not do to like, oh, I don't know, my boss or the CEO or. Literally Literally yeah. anybody who has any control over anything I do. They're just like, yeah, we're just kind of fucking around. We've never really worked with costume designers before or yeah. actors. They were like, or they're like, we didn't really understand the story or the characters. So we just kind of asked the actors, what do you think you should do? And then sometimes as a goof, we'd write little scripts where they died. So they had to stay on their toes. That's... <sighs> it's like, it's honestly... It's cartoonish that 
it, it's like so much more cartoonishly awful than I could have imagined. They they suck, man. It's like it's like I don't know how the first couple seasons were good. Based on that, pure it, like literally, it has to be because they're going off the books. Okay, but right? also, yeah, it has to be. Also, <laughs> okay, they, hold on. They, Their explanation for why they left Star Wars was quote due to toxic fandom. Okay, which, which is just sure. which is just code for we realized how much people hated our last season of Game of Thrones, and we really did not want the Star Wars nerds mad at us. Yeah, <clears throat> man. They had like has has a fandom ever actually murdered someone? I guess John Lennon. <laughs> has has a fandom? Yeah. Um have I they? mean John Lennon. That's true. I think he's the original, you know. Uh what's that guy's name? Mark David Chapman. Yeah. Um Stephen King was the original Stan. Oh, that's right. He Did does, I use that right? Yeah, he looks like Stephen King. I was really confused for a second because <laughs> Stephen yeah, Mark- King. Stephen King has a book, The Stand, and I thought you said this is the original Stand, and I'm like, yeah, that was the name of his book. I don't understand what joke you're making. Hey, that's how it feels. <clears throat> Sometimes we make just a, a three layer deep joke, and who's it for? It's for you. It's for the listener. Um, but apparently Dave Filoni is taking over the Star Wars franchise in a big way. I don't know who that is. He's the guy who did um, the Clone Wars and Star Wars Rebels. Oh, like he's he's okay. basically done all the animated series that people have liked. I've I've heard those are good. I've Googled Dave Felony because I did not know how to spell his last <laughs> name. Uh, to my knowledge, well, he started on apparently... He started doing art for King of the, King Hill. Of the Hill and then worked on Avatar The Last Airbender uh, directing. And yeah, I mean, he's like always pictured in a cowboy hat, which I don't love in a person, but maybe that's the kind of like nerd shit. He's apparently need. doing some episodes of The DeLorean. He's, yeah, I think he's, he's him like and, one of the directors. Yeah. Well, he's writing it with Jean Favreau because Jean Favreau is also like a huge uh, Star Wars nerd, apparently. Oh, of course he is. I mean, have you have you seen what he looks like? <laughs> <clears throat> yeah, but you look at him in Swingers. Man, I've never seen Swingers. Huh? Oh, all I, grows up. Here's what I've seen that he's in: The Replacements, Daredevil. That's, That's it. it. That's it. I think. Oh, well, I guess I've seen the Marvel movies that he's been in. Yeah, as Happy Hogan. Happy Hogan. Anyway, so what else about Star Wars? The Mandalorian's out. New one comes out in a couple weeks. You're right. I'm done talking about that. <clears throat> what I want to talk about now? Oh yeah, just Baby Yoda is really cute. Yeah, I'm actually surprised. It's definitely like a ploy. Like you can tell that Disney is like. Man, everybody hates us for everything. So, like, let's just give them something really cute that people can, like, freak out about. Um, and it's it does play into the, like, lone wolf and cub thing pretty right. well. I mostly just yeah. love the fact that it was uh, that uh, Vena Herzog uh, cried when he saw it. Yes, it's beautiful. It's lovely. 
He uh, seems like a very honest man. He's a really funny dude to like read his interview. Like, because he apparently oh. they asked him about working with John Favreau, and he's mm-hmm. just like, "Yeah, I don't know who he is." Anyway, dude, you should watch uh, the Kardashians and uh, WrestleMania. Those are like the two things that he talks about when they ask people when they people ask him like what media he consumes. God, that which, feels right. Which is cool. Like, I kind of love like. Like for somebody to be like the opposite of the Scorsese take, which is like, eh, Disney sucks. I care about cinema mm-hmm. or whatever. And and for Warren Herzog to be like, eh, Disney sucks. I care about WrestleMania. Well, I think that makes sense in a way because because Herzog, I feel like is is more of a like. I think his documentaries are better than his narrative films. Oh sure. At least what I've seen. And he views it more that way and it would make sense that uh that WrestleMania and the Kardashians are what he likes a lot. Um I don't I, even know if he likes them. I think it's just like he that's what he cons- he's like if I'm going to consume media it's going to be this. Well, it seems uh, it's just cool. God, I I like that. It, it is cool. I I I always think of an interview I read with him where he was like trying to find funding or trying to get uh, people to film and locate, uh, like to get approval to film in some location. And apparently he went in and he was sitting with this like board of people. And uh, the question was like, have you ever had, you know, difficulty uh, securing funding, you know, getting people's approval? And he, he said that like he was in this room and things weren't going his way. And then he like, looked at someone and was like you I can tell you're an honest person you have milked a goat haven't you and the person was like yeah what yeah I grew up on a farm and he was like you have a tenderness <laughs> in you and they, just some like they, nonsensical did they give him his funding yeah yeah he got it okay I love the idea that he the mentalist his way into getting some funding <laughs> that's that's he just that's my new thing, is I've been watching The Mentalist. Jesus Christ. <laughs> you want to talk about The Mentalist? I've only went like four episodes on. Does The Mentalist have a baby yoga? Baby yoga. <laughs> baby. baby Yoda. He, he does not. It's, so, here's the thing that confuses me about the timeline of it all. And I get that some species may just take a while to age. But Yoda's what, 1,900 something? Yeah, he's old. He's like He was like the oldest creature in the universe i think until maz kanata but he says he's like not he's like when 900 whatever you are you should uh, he talks shit he's probably he's probably lied he's you probably he lied he's probably working on some bible shit man where he's just like oh yeah i'm 900 and it's oh, like yeah it's like no yoda in years and he's just like yeah you know years yeah you know 900 years are different lots of every <laughs> different lots of places. Lots, lots of planets got a north. Lots of planets have different years. That's true. Because they, yeah, they, they do say nine hundred years old. As okay, so let's let's put it this way: if um, Yoda's nine hundred and that baby's fifty, let's make it simple. Yoda's old; he's an equivalent of ninety. That baby should be like five, not a baby. Uh, they probably they probably hit it quick, right? So you, you think this is like some kind of like? Um, I think it takes a while. Feral, feral Yoda child. I th- I think it just takes like a this while. is a sling blade of Yodas <laughs> kept in a shed out back. 
Yes. No, I'm thinking like that baby's going to... I can't wait till they feed Baby Yoda French fried potatoes because that's going to be cute as hell. Let let me hit you with this. That baby hits 100, it forms a cocoon. (laughs) Okay. Gremlins. Yeah, and then it comes out and it looks exactly like Yoda or Yaddle. Or probably... Okay, don't say Yoda or Yaddle. They look very different and it's disturbing. Like I said, a mix. Okay. Yeah, because that's the, that's their baby, right? That's like the the speculation because we don't know Cause, literally any other species. Apparently, uh, George Lucas said that um, he joked once that Yoda's species is called frog. Good, sure. He also said that Obi Wan's home planet was uh, Stu John. Because John Stewart asked him what's Obi Wan's home planet, and he's like, "Um, Stu John." Yeah, I do remember that. So here's the thing: what lay it on me? Alien species? Do you want to see featured in the Mandalorian the most? Because I have one. Um, I think I want to see. I'd really, I'd like to see more Hammerhead. More Hammer Hammerhead? Yeah, you know he's one of the. Uh, look it up. He's one of the species in uh, Mos Eisley Cantina. I don't know if he has a more Star Wars name, but the toys are always called Hammerhead. Oh, Moma Nadon. Oh, yeah, that guy. That guy would be cool. Uh, yeah, i always... That design's always stuck out to me, and I, I don't think I've really seen it um, other than that guy. Yeah, let me hit you with this. This is kind of what I was thinking. Mm-hmm. Last episode of Mandalorian. Yeah. Whatever the hell the E.T. alien is. Because okay. they are canon. Yeah. They're in uh, episode one, episode two. I think they're yeah, episode. one of them. The yeah. Senate. So, bunch of bounty hunters of the E.T. alien, and the Mandalorian just has to kill them all. That's the last, okay. last big fight. I think that would be With great. With E.T.'s. With E.T.'s. Okay, um... So are these ETs tough, or are they like ET in the movie ET? Oh, they're tough. ET in the movie ET was a baby. Okay, he was like a baby Yoda. That was yeah. his whole thing—is that he was like a child and lost. Yeah, but don't we see other ones? Yeah, and they the, don't look much different. They're the same. I don't know. Okay, that's fine. Yeah, bring in the bring in the bring. You know what? Bring bring a grown up ET from. Um, E.T. in The Mandalorian, where that's the final showdown, where he's got, like, Reese pieces just popping into his mouth <laughs> while he's sharpening his rifle like, or whatever they do. The idea that the alien from E.T. went back to his home planet and then reverse-engineered Reese's pieces to become, like, an <laughs> entrepreneur and become, yeah, like, dude. the Jeff Bezos of E.T.'s would be great. Yeah, do you think E.T. just went back to his home planet and then just let Candy not be a thing on his home planet? Oh, no, he absolutely, he he got like a taste of capitalism and it was just like, okay. damn, I'm going to bring this back. Oh, holy shit, it's Willy Wonka, but with E.T. from E.T. <laughs> but then to get the chocolate factory, to get the Reese Pieces factory, you have to kill baby Yoda. I don't know why Baby Yoda is the secret to getting the the Willy Wonka chocolate, but okay. Because um, Yodas are full of uh, peanut butter. Uh, Can you prove they're not? 
Actually, ETs look more like they're full of peanut butter. <laughs> they look like they're made out of peanut butter. But you know what? I, that's yeah. That's kind of my. That's what I'm hoping. I'm hoping they bring another ET back because that, that's been the cool thing about the Mandalorian so far is getting a lot of the like more of a they world. Bring that alien, right? With the what? More of the world. Like, yeah. like I feel like the new Star Wars films, despite being like big movies, have had. <laughs> God, I just saw what you said. <laughs> the, the the fart aliens from. Mm-hmm. What the hell is that, Nick? That's, is um, is that an adult ET? Yeah. Do you know how ET was made? That it was originally a horror movie. Oh, is that what he looked like? It was originally a horror movie called Dark Skies, and then he was like. Uh, and then uh, Steven Spielberg decided to change it. Yeah, I'm glad because this is that's horrifying. That looks I bad. Go- oh, you're, it was night skies. You're gonna have to just overlay every single photo we've sent back and forth in the podcast image so that people know what we're talking about. No, we just have to describe them for people. It's like ADA compliance. I don't want to have to describe. Like an ET that looks like he's just gotten he like he like went on the like Atkins diet, lost all fat on his body, got ripped, and is now angry. He looks like yeah, no, that's a perfect way to describe it. There was some other concept art that I'd like you to describe. <laughs> oh, I like that. He looks like, that makes him look more frog like, but with like yeah. a, like a dog body. Okay. Usually, it's a good look. usually I'm the one that's sending photos or well, t- looking at things that um, people wa- li- watching, listening. What do you do to a podcast? <laughs> well, we are on YouTube now, so you can stare at the logo. Good. Um, yeah, they're bad. The aliens are it, bad. I'm glad we so, don't know about zero point energy because I feel like the aliens would show up. <laughs> Yeah, it's good. Um, I know that's what I what I like about the Mandalorian is I genuinely like it. Uh, I've been enjoying it. I like that it's uh, low on dialogue. That I think aesthetically it looks really good. There's a lot of cool shots. It's um, the Mandalorian. The Mandalorian himself is supposed to be this badass bounty hunter, but also like got his butt kicked by Jawas. Yeah, I read someone like a, a post someone made recently about what they liked about the Mandalorian. In that um, he actually like accepts help and asks for it when he's overwhelmed. Right. That like he isn't annoying to the point of like, oh, you know, I work alone or like overly that um, stereotype of a bounty hunter or a rogue or whatever. That he actually is like part of this Mandalorian like group that lives together. And yeah, then and he gets, what he earns, he's melding down to help yeah, the kids. That's a cool thing. I do love that the Mandalorians have their own Make-A-Wish Foundation. Where, <laughs> where he's like, I got some Baskar steel. And they're like, this will be good for a lot of younglings. And he's like, cool. Can I get a pauldron, please? And they're like, yeah, sure. I also love that the, the it's, I assume, I mean, like, it's like a matriarchal almost. Like the the... It's the Mandalorian that made the armor appear yeah. to be female, mm-hmm. which is cool. Like, just like female blacksmith melting Baskar, Baskar steel. 
Yeah, I don't know a ton about the way Mandalorians live. I know that Boba Fett and Jenga Fett weren't real Mandalorians. Yeah, they just had the armor, right? Yeah, they just like took the armor and then I think pretended to be Mandalorians. Because like, uh, there's or- Ordo, is that his name? From uh, KOTOR, I think, is a Mandalorian. But he doesn't have the that helmet. That feels right. I think there's a Mandalorian in uh, Star Wars Rebels as well. Yeah, I need to watch Rebels. I've heard like Rebels and Clone Wars are really good. Me too. I um I did like I love that IG eight IG eighty eight showed up. Uh, it's actually IG eleven. Oh really? Yeah, I looked that up because it's not it's it's an IG robot, but it's not IG eighty eight. Yeah. Which is good because like IG eighty eight like probably would not. IG eighty eight supposed to be a like Rogue One of those, from what I understand. Yeah. Whereas like. IG-11, I think, is just bounty hunting robot that's voiced by Taika Waititi. Yeah. Which is cool. And was funny. And also that um, it wasn't Bosk that showed up, but it was like other people, like other lizard creatures of that species. Right. Which are, uh, God, I, man, I love Star Wars. I hate like fucking that each character has an alien race name. Uh, Trandosh, Trandoshans. Yeah, Trandoshans. Yeah. Yeah. They're in there, yeah. IG-88 and then not Bosk. So it's like, it's really funny that it's like, it's not Boba Fett, it's not IG-88, and it's not Bosk, but... Yeah, they're just like, yeah, these, like, they really seem to be leaning into like, well, these are the races that become bounty hunters. Ah, that is weird. It's like a, they get a genetic bonus to well, bounty hunting. It makes sense with uh, 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 the Mandalorian. Right. Well, I like the pucks. I like the bounty pucks where they're just like... Here, how Carl do you, Weathers and his bounty pucks. That's Carl Weathers. I, I like, could not remember that actor's name. I'm like, shit, yeah. I know him. Um, yeah, that's cool. I don't know. I've been watching like The Watchmen. Mm-hmm. Which is oh, that's just the last thing I want to say. When I saw the Last Jedi, I thought, you know, I was overwhelmed. I thought, I'll know what to think of this based on what they do in the future, and because the Last Jedi, despite like tonal complaints, was good at being this like major blockbuster. Oh yeah, but it and it had like a little a lot of uh, set pieces that were really strong. Um, but it wasn't really what I wanted. Rogue One was kind of what I wanted, but Rogue One still, um, just was off in parts. Like it, I felt like it tried too hard. What's cool about Rogue One is that, um, and I can't, I can't really speak more to this, but like Saw Gerrera, you get Mm -hmm. to see as like, like old kind of over it. Uh, set in his ways and it kind of sucks to see him there because you're like this is not really a great nuanced character uh, but then like as you get more and more pieces of him from like before that point it seems to build him out in a way that's really interesting like I'm playing through Fallen Order right now and I'm about to go to Kashyyyk where I believe you run into him so really? I'm very interested to see what he's like Cause this is a feel, yeah, this is like before he's like terrorist fighter, you know. Yeah, 
Well, he's also in Rebels. Yeah, that's what I've heard. Or Clone Wars. He's in one and, of them, yeah. Uh, I, I don't, I, the, I really liked what Rogue One was trying to do. I think I just didn't like the, the, the film of it, if that makes sense. The execution? Yeah. I didn't, I, I liked a lot of the ideas behind it, but I didn't enjoy it as a film. Uh, I mean, I did uh, all right, but just not enough as I would have liked. However, Mandalorian's doing a lot of things that so far I, I really like. I hope it just grows in the way that uh, fucking Watchmen is. Yeah, Watchmen has gotten weird, and I'm also just, I'm mostly just mad about how much people are shitting on it because they don't like Damon Lindelof, who, like, it's kind of stupid. Like, when he gives interviews, he comes off very Benioff and Weiss-esque, as mm-hmm. in, like, he doesn't seem like he knows what he's talking about, but also, like, Lost is extremely good, and The Leftovers is really good, and The Watchmen has been really solid so far. Um, so, at the very least, even if he's a dumbass, he knows how to put together a team that, like, is compelling. Um, yeah. I, I mean, that last episode I, of Watchmen was buck wild. Every episode of Watchmen <clears throat> so far has been great. People just don't want to like Damon Lindelof. And yeah, he didn't come across well during the interview, but sometimes people who, like, have bad personal opinions are still good creatives. Well, I think people are just mostly really like Alan Moore. Despite mm-hmm. Alan Moore being like like I like Alan Moore's stuff a lot, at least what I've read of it. Like I like the Watchmen comic and I like his like weird Necronomicon um uh what what is the other one? There's like he did like a series of HP Lovecraft inspired comics that were like interesting. Uh had a lot of weird stuff in them. Like kind of kind of like uh, a salty uh scenes in them that weren't great but like has been like interesting and he's like an interesting person i mean there's this assault scenes in watchmen yeah but like a woman gets like assaulted by like a weird frog fish man which is um. not like foreign to the lovecraftian thing Right. Yeah. So, that's, and and that's like the world that he's working in. But like Alan Moore's an interesting guy. Um, but it just seems like a lot of people are like, like people were so mad about the idea that uh, Spielberg did uh, Pale Horse yeah. instead of Schindler's List, which like they're like mad that it's like seventh grade writing jokes. Somebody said something along the lines of like. Well, if they wanted to make that joke, they should have put it in like a children's cartoon, which like is an insane thing. What? To, yeah, they were like, oh, it should have been like a like if you wanted it to be something that Spielberg did, it should have been like a throwaway bit in like a Tiny Toons adventure or like an Animaniacs thing. And I'm like, the in, in, in the reality of Watchmen, yes, the show, yes, they're saying that like what they should have done is it, there should have been like a scene where like a teacher rolled out a a TV to show an episode of like Animaniacs that referenced the squid attack. And it's like, that's like nine 11. Like, yeah. like the squid attack is like a big fucking deal and killed like millions of people. It's not absurd to think that like 
Steven Spielberg would make a movie on it, considering that like he made War of the Worlds in direct response to like the 9-11 attacks. Yeah, honestly, okay, so my, I, I thought it was fine, and I actually liked it. The only thing I feel like, <sighs> honestly, didn't bother me at all. I don't understand why people are upset with that. That just seems like a nitpicky thing. Um, but oh. I guess if you really wanted to change it, I would have just had it be like um, um, James Cameron making that instead of the Titanic. Titanic, yeah. I mean, I mean, or have like the, instead of Pearl Harbor, uh, Michael Bay. Michael Bay. I mean, the, the honestly, d- the it, dumbest it thing about matter. it. Yeah, the dumbest thing about it was the uh, like them talking about how uh, it was uh, black and white and the girl in the red coat or whatever. Like that was just like, mm-hmm. okay, we get it, you know. Like I feel like that was fine. Yeah, I mean, I I get what they're doing in that reality, like. There are other tragedies, you know. Right, but other than that, that I mean, and people also dumb. people also really hated the dildo. Oh, <laughs> Sarah's just like, uh, excuse me. I guess I stood up at the wrong second. That's. Yeah. I thought it was a very funny reveal that it's just a a, blow, a glowing blue suitcase. Yeah, you know, it's like the Pulp Fiction scene. Well, you know what the. Have you been reading, like, the PDpedia stuff? No. So they're doing, like, a Wikipedia kind of thing for, like, supplemental materials. So mm-hmm. who cares, really? But Yeah, you, you love the supplemental materials. But it's supposed to be stuff written by um, the, like, junior agent that's with Lori Blake. <clears throat> yeah. Um, and in... Last week's episode materials, there's a line in it about, um, like, when they first interviewed um, the comedian, as she was known at the time, when she, like, took her father's name and started doing vigilante stuff again and, like, stopped uh, Timothy McVeigh, <laughs> I, I think is... Really? Yeah, I think yeah. is what they said. Lori Blake? Yeah, she... Uh, prevented Timothy McVeigh from blowing up the the building in uh, Oklahoma City, uh, and they're interviewing <laughs> her, and they ask what's in the suitcase or something, and she straight up says like, "Oh, it's a you know, it's a big blue dildo that Dan the the original, not the original Night Owl, but Night Owl Two, the one yeah. from the movies, uh, mm-hmm. when they had a falling out when their relationship kind of ended, he was pissed that." She was, he thinks that she still had a thing for Dr. Manhattan and that's why their relationship mm-hmm. didn't work out. So he made the dildo as a fuck you to her, at least according to the supplemental material. And it's like, that stuff now, is like, okay, sure. Yeah. And now she uses it as a fuck you to Dan. I don't, I don't know if she uses it, right? Like, it, she like, opened it. She clicked it together. That's true. But then she put it away and then went, <laughs> I don't know. Oh, yeah, and then she fucked uh, Petey, Petey, right? Yeah. So. Maybe she was just thinking about it. Maybe she's just kept it around as a reminder. I'm, I, my, part of me thinks that it's going to come back. Like, that seems like some shit that Linda Loff would do. It's just like, that's going to be like a, a Chekhov's dildo situation. Maybe. But, also, it's been that really, is- really hard to, like, tell where that show is going. Which is cool. Like, 
the mystery box thing is really frustrating for a lot of people. Mm-hmm. But like you get episodes like last week's where you're like, oh, damn, cool. Like there's a lot of stuff that starts clicking. And I only like the mystery box thing if it's uh, well written or at least uh, interesting. And Watchmen is interesting as hell. Yeah. It's good. I don't know where it's going. I really like it. I'm pretty sure her granddad's hooded justice. Oh, yeah, for sure. Well, I think that the big thing is going to be Will Reeves' hooded justice and her husband is Dr. Manhattan. I don't buy that her husband's Dr. Manhattan, mm. but what's the basis for that theory? Uh, so in one of the older, like with the second episode, or the th- I think it's the second episode, you see like the Andy Warhol style drawings yeah. of people. Uh, okay, I've seen that. Yeah, that yeah, it, yeah. And, and like the Dr. Manhattan there looks exactly like the actor that's playing uh, her husband, Cal. And then also in the last episode that he was talking to the kids about death and he's just like, you're nothing and then you're born and then you live and then you die and then you're nothing again or whatever, which is such a fucking Dr. Manhattan ass way of talking about human life. Yeah, but what narrative purpose would that function that Dr. Manhattan's He's trying like, to. What's that that side of it? Other than there are two clues. I, I, there's also the thing where they say, Doctor Manhattan can't pretend to be human, right? Yeah. And so, like, like there's a thing. But why would Doctor Manhattan come back to be her husband to get close to her? I, I, I don't. Th- I, no, I don't think he's trying to do that. I, I don't know. That's, what would be the long con of pretending to be someone that? I mean, presumably I, I, they've I th- been together for like. I, what. I, I think that he just like he wanted to be human again and like like live out the rest of his life as a human. I don't know. I like I don't I know. Don't bu- I, I don't buy that. That seems like too uh like I would that just seems too too random. Too like oh actually that character is Dr. Manhattan. I don't want any character to be Dr. Manhattan. I honestly kind of don't want Dr. Manhattan to ever show up in the show. That's the other thing that it could do is that he's been gone. Right. Yeah. Like just the idea of Dr. Manhattan, like, oh, actually the only God is living with the main character is so fucking boring to me. So the thing, the other thing that I think is interesting is that like Adrian Veidt has not been very Adrian Veidt-esque. Like, like especially with the video Mm -hmm. in the most recent episode where um, he like, tells Robert Redford like you're president because of my plan and here's you know I I put the squid you know like he like reveals everything there and that's mm-hmm. such a weird thing that for Adrian Veidt to have done yeah considering like yeah. he was not super he was like, like he had an ego but he wasn't egotistic in that way in the comics and also like his whole plan revolves around people not knowing I do think that um, they might just be like I don't know what's what's the theory on that that Adrian Veidt's not Adrian Veidt. I like I my theory there is that the real Adrian Veidt might be the one that's on Jupiter, one of the moons of Jupiter, Europa. I think is a speculation, and yeah. that they like because this seems like a thing that uh, Damon Lindelof would do is like oh they deep faked. Uh, Adrian Veidt like based off of the Rorschach journal they kinda, yeah. they like put it together you know like they were just like oh R- Rorschach wrote about all this stuff and they're like 
basically building a false flag scenario to be like, like they stumbled into what the actual conspiracy is. Um, but I don't know. We'll see. There's like four or five more episodes. Yeah. I, I don't know. I think that maybe like Adrian Veidt's just maybe a boring character. So they decided to mad scientist him up. Yeah. I don't, yeah, in, in that case, I think that's like that's where there's a valid critique of the original Watchmen, like comic book versus this adaptation, then, right? Of like changing characters in a way like it's it's supposed to be a continuation, but to like change a character that fundamentally, yeah, because um, it would make sense if like he's the way that he is right now, catapulting clones into space or whatever because he's been like trapped on a moon for years and he's kind of like lost it a little bit right like that would track but for to do a cut back to like him like right before his big plan is carried out and for him to just be like it's all part of my plan you know Mm -hmm. you Robert Redford are now the president of the United States and doing his like Jeff Goldblum ass overacting kind of thing that he's doing there I don't know. I don't really remember the character too much in the comic, the way he's portrayed. How would you define the comic version? He's just very... He's very stoic. I have a plan, and, like, I don't, like... He plays everything very close to the chest. Like, he's Mm -hmm. very, you know, I'm the smartest man in the world... But also, like, I I know what, like, needs to be done. And, like, really, that's the big thing is that, right, like, they carry out the attack. He, like, reveals his whole plan to, like, Rorschach and Dr. Manhattan and, like, uh, uh, Night Owl and um, Silk Spectre, I think, is there as well. Um, like, he reveals his whole plan to them, and they're like, well, didn't you think we would stop you? And he's like, stop me. I, I, I did it 30 minutes ago or whatever. Like, mm-hmm. like he gave his plan there to them because he needed them to buy in and keep it a secret. Right. But like for him to have also recorded a video to send to Robert Redford to be like, hey, we got hey this whole thing. We got to keep this going. It's just kind of goofy. It's goofy. I don't know. The whole show is kind of goofy. Yeah. But which. I don't know. So far, I've been enjoying. It's so I, especially a show like this, I've been reading nothing online. I um. Oh man, yeah. I I'm, I'm not doing for for no shows. Am I reading online theories anymore? Because everything has only led me down a path of disappointment. Doing that, yeah. I remember like, like that's that's why people hated Lost. Oh my God! It's uh, um. Like I remember watching Mad Men and people saying that like uh, one of the guys was his was Don's son from the future that um, what it was gonna end yeah that it was gonna end that um, like his second wife was gonna be uh, murdered by the Manson family that the show was gonna end with him recreating the opening scene and jumping or the intro sequence and jumping off a building uh, I remember how fucking wrong people got. Um, Breaking Bad because they thought some big thing was going to happen and then it just ended the way the story did and um, 
I, you know, I watched The Leftovers in like uh, two weeks. If I had read speculation from episode to episode of The Leftovers, right. I, I would I would like to go back and see what some people's theories were. Because that's not... The way that Dame Lindelof seems to want to tell stories is his way. It, uh, literally that... Well, it was in the most recent episode of the one before that was called If You Don't Like My Story, Write Your Own. Right. Yeah. Like the surprise box, if, if you're not into the thing, but... I don't know. It's I it feels I there's it a, feels way more appropriate to to the spirit of Alan Moore that it's this like kind of flippant absurdist silly thing with some interesting ideas. Well what I, what I really enjoy is like the last episode where they're like all right this is basically a character study on looking glass. Cuz mm-hmm. like the thing that like really upset me the most uh because I, I, I enjoy reading stuff online, both for like the bad takes and also for people who do in, legitimately enjoy it and want mm-hmm. to, and want to discuss it. And like, I just remember so many people like having like the looking glass character introduced and being like, like this character sucks. This is some fucking child's first, like, Oh, he wears a mirror to reflect the real world or whatever to like, you know, like, but also, Besides the point, isn't that kind of the whole fucking thing that's about like the Rorschach. superheroes that's in like... the Watchmen world? Yeah. The... Is that like, they're not super clever. They're just people that put on masks to go fight crime. Right. And and like Rorschach's whole thing was like, he he enjoyed the mask. Like he enjoys to, like the Rorschach mask because people seeing it what they want to see. Right. Also, in, in our world, the three biggest comic book characters are Batman, Superman... And Spider-Man. Those are stupid fucking names. Yeah. But Looking Glass is arguably a way more interesting idea than that guy who dresses up as a bat. Well, and, and like, that's the thing, right? Like, why does Batman dress up like a bat? Because he was fucking... trauma. Yeah. And, like, literally, that's Looking Glass's whole thing. It's not some, like, oh, I'm showing society as it really is, like, this, like, like 14-year-old edgelord thing. It's like, no, he, like, had this, like traumatic event where like literally half the city of new york died and he was surrounded by funhouse mirrors and like yeah hey he's so scared of that moment that he's like well how do i protect myself from having again well i'm gonna wear the mirrors all the time like he's bought into the the reflecto film or whatever the heck they call it and it's like that's a much cooler thing than whatever you thought it was going to be and and like you're not going to acknowledge that because you just want to make a cynical take and then be Mad if you're right or mad if you're wrong about it. Yeah. Right? I, so, so, so where? What part of the internet are you reading these opinions? There's another Discord that I'm on. Oh God, I can't. I, I just, I can't get into it. I. It's just, it's people that I follow who like, again, people who really like Alan Moore and and like the original mm-hmm. Watchmen comic, and therefore anything that's going to continue the Watchmen comic is shitty and bad because it's Damon yeah, Lindelof. Okay, and this is... Oh, man, I'm going to try not it's to pe- it's, pe- it's people who don't like Lost, and it's people who don't like The Leftovers and think that it's all fucking pretension. It's people who think prestige television is bullshit and is garbage, mm-hmm. and, like, the only real art is fucking The Sopranos because that's somehow not prestige television. I Like, why did they like Alan Moore? I, I mean, what's the draw? Are these people that are, like into graphic novels or just into Alan Moore? They're into graphic novels. Like it's people who like 
like graphic novels and comics and stuff, but it's also people who like the DC movies and think the Marvel movies are trash. Oh, it's uh, it's that one podcast you listen to that. Yeah, I I'm, I, yeah, I'm, hey, I'm trying not to say names. I know, I understand. But but yeah, that's basically it, right? Like it's yeah, and that's I and mean, that's fine. I just disagree with them, and I'm not like I haven't been on that Discord in uh, weeks because I had to mute Discord so that we could record, and then like I just haven't checked in. Yeah, it's probably better for your brain. I mean, they're fun people. It's just like I disagree with them because like the Marvel movies are bad, but they're fun to watch. Yeah. And, I, the, and the DC movies are, are bad, but also fun to watch. And sometimes it's funny to say that they're really good. I just think, and I mean, I know this is ironic coming from um, Taxi someone driver. who has a podcast, but like having opinions is so annoying. Well, it's it's just, I just you know. Uh, instead of having takes, people should just have goofs. No more takes. Less takes, more bits. Uh, the, the opinions thing is fine, right? Because, like, the the opinions thing gets blown out of the water when, you know, people are blown out of proportion when, when like, you don't like a thing that the prevailing, you know, you get called a contrarian for not liking the thing that's popular. Mm-hmm. Um, but also, you sure do. But also then, the, like... I never do. I like everything that's popular. I also like everything that's unpopular. Like I even like the things I don't like. I don't know. It's just <laughs> people. It's true. People. People wanted to dunk on things, right? Like it, people it, love dunking because it's the, it's the, tw- it's the they Twitter thing. It's the Twitter thing because they can't eat donuts and they don't. They can't shut, play shut the fuck, baseball, shut the fuck, basketball. Shut the fuck up. But uh, so all they can do is dunk. On Damon Lindelof's hard work, but that's like that—that's what Twitter has done. That's what Twitter's become—is like cynical takes on things. Like the the um, the person talking about emotional labor the other day. Did you see that? No, it's, I don't really go. Uh, I've unfollowed everything on Twitter that's not photos of Baby Yoda. Okay, well that's that's probably a good good thing to do. <laughs> but like somebody said something about like. Their friend reached out to them saying something like, hey, I have a heavy topic to discuss. Like, do you have the emotional slash mental capacity to deal with it? And they basically responded back saying, like, actually, I don't really have the ability to do that. Blah, 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 blah. And they're like, here's a here's a template that you can use or whatever. And it's kind of goofy, but like, it's fine. Right. Like, you know, somebody wants to talk about something really heavy and like you can't do that. Like. Your 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 job is to not be a therapist for your friends, and you have to set boundaries. And like that's fine, but like everybody on Twitter wanted to dunk it on, dunk on it because it was overly formal, because it was, mm-hmm. you know, all this other stuff. And it's just like it's just cynicism as politics and as literally everything else. Like it's it's your personality being cynicism. Yeah, I mean, I don't know. That whole idea of emotional labor, also people misusing the idea of emotional labor. Oh, sure. As, it is misused. But, like, this is, in this case, it like, the term was misused, but, like, the, the thing is, the, like, actual argument, the discussion that was being made was, like, legitimate. And you could, you could again, you could say, like, oh, that's kind of goofy, and I think they, like, maybe went about doing it wrong. But if, like, the person reaching out to you is saying, like, hey... Do you have the capacity to talk about this? 
like clearly their friendship is such that this is like not out of the ordinary. You know? Also, I don't know. I don't know. That idea of like even that situation sounds so strange to me. Like that sort of friendship where it's like, hey, uh, can I talk to you about something? Because it's not like something between the two people, right? It's like, hey, can I complain about my life right now? Yeah, well, it was. I mean, it was like literally the person saying, like, hey, do you have a, a moment to talk about like mental health slash like eating disorder issues? Like, and they even to, went. So, they went so to, far to, as to someone that was their friend. Yes, or? yeah, a person that they knew. It wasn't like a rando. Someone they knew, but were they friends or just like an online acquaintance? I, I think they were friends. I don't know the full story. That doesn't from, it sounds like from from what friendship. from what I've heard is that they are friends, and also the person that she reached out to like has a background in like talking to people about eating disorders or something. I don't know, man. Mm-hmm. Like I, I'm not going to dig too deep into it. I just know See, that people people I are just... rushing to like dunk on it because like it's an easy way to get fucking tweets like likes and retweets is to like oh what's the thing that everybody's making fun of let me just also pile on because yeah. it, it feels good to watch the numbers go up uh, it's it's a bad thing it's a bad it's a bad bad thing I don't know I don't it's still fun because everything is just like lacking in context and especially like you know Depending on how online you are, if I don't, if you like, I just found something that I thought was really funny from like three months ago, and I didn't send it to anyone because I assumed everyone's already seen it. Yeah, and then the response is just, "Oh, I've already seen that." You know, and there are all these names. Unless you keep up on it every day, I don't know who these people are, and it's not going to matter who they are right. in like three months. Oh yeah, nobody's going to remember. Like. I, I don't know. It's the it's the golden golden the living in the golden days of hot takes. The internet's being powered by it. Like I don't know. It's it's give me and you could do a Smash Mouth thing. You know what? the um uh okay it, hold on um I can't remember how it goes the ice we skate is getting pretty thin the water's getting, getting warm, warm so you might, might as, well. as well swim my world's on fire my, my takes on, on fire. fire how about, about yours? yours that's the way i like it and so, so please like rate and subscribe on <laughs> on itunes and stitcher podcast you're listening to weird thimp yanka thimp <laughs> whatever i i don't know i i, I just think it's goofy. i i, I, I try understand not to, where you're coming from yeah i try not to i don't pile on i don't i don't like tweet at people half the time mm-hmm. and I definitely don't like I don't enjoy the pile on thing because like who who fucking like who fucking cares unless it's somebody really heinous yeah right and even then it doesn't it typically doesn't affect them oh yeah they definitely like the Amanda Palmer stuff today like make fun of her or whatever but you don't need to like tweet at her oh she got she got mad because the Guardian didn't write about her tour it's so fucking stupid I saw that one. She's, um, I, I don't know anything. I've never listened to her music. I, I think she did the theme song to the series of unfortunate events, Netflix series. Okay. If you watched any of that. All I know about her really is that she's got a uh, tattooed on eyebrows and they're pretty wild. That's she's tr- like, sh- like she has like vines for eyebrows. She also is married to Neil Gaiman. Yeah, he's fine. I read American Gods. 
talk about a disappointing third act. Oh, it's definitely not. It's not her. It is. What's not her? The 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 theme for the series of unfortunate events is written by Nick Urata and uh, performed by Neil Patrick Harris. I don't know where the hell I got. Uh, where I got Amanda Palmer from that then? Wait, she did the. She's the one that did the half lemonade, half iced tea, right? That might have been her. Yeah. You see, give me an Amanda Palmer. Yes. An Arizona, an Arizona iced Amanda Palmer. Sure. Oh, was she in Dresden Dolls? Yeah, that's her big thing. Okay, I've heard them. Yeah, I like that band. Oh, I don't. Yeah. I don't know anything about her music. I really don't care. I just remember that like she did a thing a couple years ago where she like tried to crowdfund or crowdsource a backing band, like an orchestra. Oh, where like you know how sometimes bands will go on tour and play with an orchestra, and usually yeah. they pay that orchestra for working. And what she tried to do was be like, well, if you're a fan of my music, wouldn't it be cool if you just like, oh, performed at this show for free? And I'll I'll give you like maybe pizza and beer. No good. So like she got made fun of a lot for that. But hey, she did coin operated boy. I don't know what that is, man. You don't know. It was. Hmm. Dude, I, I, that's a, I literally that's don't a Dresden know. Dresden song that I know. I literally don't know a single thing about the... Like, I don't even know how to spell Dresden, apparently. I think it's a song about... Um, yeah, it's it might be a song about a sex toy. Man, I probably... I feel like that's something I heard a long time. This came out in 2004. I think I found it from a fucking E-Bombs World video. Or Newgrounds video. Oh, man. Okay, then I might actually know what it sounds like. <laughs> yeah. Uh, man, I'm talking the golden age of online content. Yeah, she's goofy, is what I'll say. And I don't care about her music. Yeah. I, I honestly don't even care about Neil Gaiman. I know people love him. I I know. I tried. I read the thing. I don't think I'll read another thing. I read American Gods. I'm trying to become increasingly comfortable with the fact that there are going to be many things in the world that I don't know I read and people his, I don't have opinions on. I read his North, Norse mythology book that he put out last year, two years ago. Uh-huh. Um, and it's like, fine. It's not... It's Norse mythology in a, like... And if you're into that, maybe it's cool. It would have been cool if it was, like, your first thing, your first, like, exploration of Norse mythology, right? Like, it's it's perfectly adequate to to be like, here's an introduction to Norse mythology, but, like, I've read Edith Hamilton's mythology book, which, like, covers mm-hmm. that way better, you know? I don't know. It's goofy. I also played God of War, so... Yeah. Yeah. The new one. Um I just I don't know. It now it's 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 funny because people there are probably people who have listened to Dresden Dolls and Amanda Palmer and just love the emotional content of her music. And now there's uh more people than that probably who are just like, Oh, well she sucks from that Twitter thing. Yeah, absolutely. Which I mean the takeaway from that is like, hey, maybe don't be uh an asshole. Yeah, 
Also, are we going to act like Smash Mouth's music is good just because they're woke on Twitter? That's cool. That's uh, hold cool. up, hold up. All-Star does a really fucking cool thing in the course <laughs> where it goes <laughs> like... Right. it goes One like, song. It goes like one, four... Somebody, yeah. It's yeah, great. It, does, it goes like one, four, like an augmented four. And yeah, it's really sick when the song four. starts and then continues until it ends. I'll admit that. The song but is we good. we act like they're a Sm- great band no, just because they wrote three undeniably top 10 of all time music pieces what hold on what three what the fuck are you saying what three all-star yeah walking on the sun okay and the other one what's the other one and ain't no joke that one that's that's walking on the sun what the fuck <laughs> then no the other one on uh astro lounge now you know what i'm talking about Man. it's the big when I say Smash Mouth, what do you think? I mean, to be honest, uh, I think of the song The Fonz, which rules. Oh, uh, come on, come on. No. No, it's the other one. What's the other one? It's the other one. from. Maybe it's not Astro Lounge. Maybe I'm thinking of their similar hit, Fu Manchu. Oh, sorry. Fushu Man. Fushu Man, that's uh, right. It's Fushu Man. It's, it's the way that Al Pacino says "fuck you, man" in Scarface. Uh, uh, the, the the song of the Fonz off of that album is awesome. Sorry about your penis off of that album. <laughs> that's a bonus track. Yeah, yeah, that's the shit, dude. It's a deep cut. Uh, whatever. There's actually another one. I I can't remember the name of it right now. Though. It's maybe cares? it is the Fonz. It's the Fonz. You're right. It's the Fonz. Yeah, the Fonz is a great song. I had to look up the lyrics. I forgot that it was the Fonz. Yeah, it's the one we're talking. Yeah, besides those. Yeah. But actually, they are very cool on Twitter. Yeah, they're fine. They're not... I mean... <laughs> you know what? Let, let's, let's name stuff that's bad. Let's name stuff that's bad? That's bad. Okay. Just as an exercise to end out this... To close out this podcast. Yeah, an episode that you said was going to be short and at <laughs> this point has gone on for an hour and a half. An hour and a half. I'll cut out most of it. Most, probably um, all of it. Uh, uh, let's start off. Johnny Quasar, bad, <laughs> terrible. Like the the design, no good, awful. Um, that uh, that cartoon where Donald Duck's a Nazi. Yeah, not good. No, oh. that other cartoon where Donald Duck is a Nazi. <laughs> Uh, not Nazi cartoons, just across the board. <laughs> Anything Nazi. Yeah, uh, Nazi's bad. Man, so, okay. Um, One of the funniest things that I've seen recently is uh, some video going around about the man in the high castle destroying all the swastikas that they made for their show. Yeah. And people being like, oh my God, it's so worthwhile to watch this. Like, it's just, it's so... Uh, um cathartic to watch them destroy these swastikas and all i can think about is the fact that they like made a bunch of new york subways like fucking like 1930s german nazi subways yeah (laughs) just like like people walking onto the subway confronted with a bunch of like not swastikas but like very strong nazi iconography and just thinking like yeah okay you're advertising for a show right now i see it i get it you know, when I went to the second time I was in New York, um, third time, whatever, 
they were it was when Zoolander 2 was coming out and everything because it was New York Fashion Week and everything oh, was man. so overwhelmingly Zoolander 2 and that is a fucking terrible movie but I'd prefer that to some prestige TV Nazi subway most of Amazon's uh, original series are bad yeah Amazon's bad I mean they're, they're, they're bad but that's where Jeff I'm, Bezos is bad. Jeff Bezos is allowing me to watch The Mentalist, so and Psych. Personally, so. you had to write him a letter. Yeah, I was like, please, Mister Bezos, let me into the vault, please, Poppy Bezos. Um. All right. Um. You know, all the bad things are bad, and then TVs. I. You know, just something, something to argue about until we die. Yeah, who cares? Like it's honestly, it's just like it's sports, but with TV shows. Sure. Like, there's no reason people think that certain, I don't know, that the people have the the undying loyalty to teams that they have. <sighs> but people are gonna have that with brands and TV shows, and I mean, people are gonna they're about to announce they like announce the Grammys. It's starting to get to award season. I'm sure people are going to fucking lose their shit when, like, all the Game of Thrones people get nominated in inevitably for an Oscar somehow. Like, they just, like, mm-hmm. they're just like, eh, close enough to be in movies. Let's give them all Oscars. <laughs> yeah. We heard it was good. Um, They're making a sequel to Vikings called Valhalla. I don't know what that is. They're making a sequel to The Joker. Yeah. Cool. Good. I can't, can't wait. I think he said that he's oh, he's interested in following um, other Batman villain origins. I, yeah, I actually I'm kind of in for that. Oh my like, god! Just give a, me that Mister Freeze movie, a Mister Freeze movie, a Penguin movie, Poison Ivy, uh, Bane. Mm. Like, just give me all the Batman villains in like very beautiful but very kind of dumb guy written um, scripts. God. It'd be cool. And yeah, we should get started. Maybe Todd Phillips is tired and so he just wants to direct one. And he says he says he says, Hey, hey Nick and Paul. I'm tired. How about how about you be the Joker for a little while? You hop behind the mask. Put put on the makeup. Hop in, just, hop in the clown car. Drive for a bit. You know? His life is good. Hop in the clown car. Take it around the block. Take it for a spin. See how the Joker mobile feels. Hop, hop in these big oversized shoes. <laughs> honk your nose. Oh, honk your nose. Spit some acid out of the flower. I am honking uh. here. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking stupid. All right. All right. I think we're. I think we're about done with this episode of yeah. uh, Thomp. Yeah, Thamp. Fam- Famke Jansen. Thumpk. You know. uh, thanks for listening to Thumpk. Like, uh, like it on all social media. Um, and sometimes thump. subscribe. Uh, leave us some reviews. Um, uh, sign up for our Patreon at patreon.com slash themethepodcast. Hit us up at themethepodcast at gmail.com or our Instagram or Facebook or, or Twitter if you want a sticker or just to tell us we're great. Uh, leave a review. Um, if you if you see any of the stickers around, take a photo and 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 post it on social it's like a media. Little scaven- yeah, and we'll we'll repost it because we love you. 
and we um, like you. If you want to talk about the Mandalorian or, or talk about your Watchmen theories, uh, feel free to reach out to us on um, at John Kasich's office. <laughs> I don't, uh, is he still yeah, our governor? I don't remember. He's not. I don't, it's, it's, I, don't it's, live, I don't live there anymore. <laughs> I'm pretty sure it's Mike Dewan now. Um, join so instead of that, join uh, join our Discord. You can find it on more on the Patreon. I can't remember if it's free or not. It's not free. You got to pay a little bit. We're we're always on the Discord. We are always on the Discord. You can you can get some great photos of. Uh, All the ETs, the <laughs> ETs, the ATs, the OTs. Uh, Pete Davidson with the Ken doll body. The UTIs. Uh, man, I'm, I'm, I scrolled back up and now I'm looking at Johnny Quasar again. All right, that's gonna well, do you have anything, that's gonna fucking do you have haunt anything, me. Do you have anything you want to plug, Paul? I, I wish I could. I wish I had things to plug. Um, like. Supposedly, Upstairs is trying to do a show up in Chicago in December, but I've not heard Ooh, boy. anything about that. So my guess is that probably is not happening. Hey, fingers crossed. I don't know nothing about that. But if you uh, have an in up in Chicago, uh, reach out to Upstairs the Band, upstairsuk.bandcamp.com I don't know reach out to us on Facebook or something if you know where you can book a show in Chicago where we could play music that sounds like uh, Harvey Danger we've been described as Harvey Danger U2 um, The National uh, Early Destroyer I think is a thing that somebody's clap your hands say yeah but good oh yeah Hey, I like their first album, but what do I know? You put all that in a blender, throw it up some stairs, boom, you got upstairs. Check it out. Um, well, like Johnny Quasar, the rocket boy himself, Paul, I think it's time to... Blast off? Rocket rock out of here. Blast off. <laughs> rocket out of here. Brain blast. Uh, um, don't... Speaking of brain blasts, uh, put on your... Thimpkin helmets. Put on your Mandalorian helmet. Your, oh, wait, no. Your, it's time to take off your Thimpkin helmet. It's time to... Don't, don't think too hard without us. Put your Beskar steel helmet on and, and melt it down so you can sponsor a youngling. Keep an eye on Baby Yoda, because we sure will be. Watch, watch the stars. Bye. Bye. <laughs>